Hello, and welcome to the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Jackie. We met through holistic healing, instantly connected, and have built a friendship on profound conversations, healing, and growth. Only after about a decade did we finally decide to record our conversations, knowing that we cannot be the only ones going through the messy middle of this beautiful thing called life. The shift that we have experienced through our own healing has brought incredible change in ourselves, our personal lives, and even our businesses. We continue to learn, or rather unlearn, how to be us, clear the clutter that is keeping us from being the most incredible and authentic versions of ourselves. And we want you to jump in. It's time to pay the lessons forward. So join us in this space where we get to come back to ourselves, share the hard stuff, the good stuff, and of course, the magic of stepping into exactly who we are meant to be. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Jackie. And today we are talking about the art of receiving, how to accept resources, help, or even compliments, and why this is so important. But before we get into this topic, we're going to talk about our celebrations for this week. So Jackie, what are you celebrating? Oh, Kim, you know what? I've been thinking about what I was going to celebrate and um, there's so much, but I feel so content to be at home this summer, which is a really weird feeling for me because usually I feel like I need to be booking a vacation. We need to be going somewhere. I need out of my yard. And I think for the very first time in a long time, I just feel content and that my life doesn't need a holiday. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so I'm going to so, celebrate that today. So that I am just happy where I am at, you know. How cool is that? That when you start to really feel whole and great, that it feels like every day is a vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool. When you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it doesn't feel like you need a break from it. It just feels like you just need to continue doing what you're doing. So, yeah, I'm celebrating that. How cool. How about you? Yeah. How about you, Kim? You got a good celebration? I do. It's uh, Today I'm celebrating, you guys might laugh at this, that my trailer backing skills have got to be much, much improved. Um, we moved home to our, like, to farm about three years ago and I was terrified to do anything that I had to back a trailer into anywhere or out of anywhere. I basically was like, if there's not a roundabout loop, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and since then, and also, oh, yes, my husband believes in me and I like that. Sometimes his approach is a little harsh, but he's very like, you can do this. And um, <laughs> now I'm at a place where like I had to unhook a bumper hitch flatbed trailer, not a very long trailer on Sunday and it had to back it between a gooseneck larger gooseneck and then a fancy camper and I was like okay Kim you got this and I did it and it was like there wasn't a whole lot of leeway I mean it wasn't like right tight but I wasn't yep. panicked and I backed that sucker in there and it's pretty straight I don't know if it's perfect but Woo! it's pretty straight yeah and like when I back Congrats. my horse trailer I have to back it down a fairly long like kind of alleyway to get it back into where I keep it and I've got that skill mastered pretty much like I mean sometimes I have to take a few tries at it but I just feel so confident 
which is such a cool thing. <laughs> that is so cool. That is like a like a really cool celebration, especially anybody that's backed up a trailer knows that it's not really as easy as what you're trying to make it sound like. And <laughs> unless you're unless you're a man, I feel like men men have like a genetic it's like part of their genes that they're just good at driving trailers and trucks. Usually not all of them, but I see like, I don't know, my husband can hop in there and it's just like, whoop. I'm like, how do yeah. you, is it like magic? It's like, it's anyway. totally their confidence level on stuff like that. It's like, they don't yeah. second guess it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Kim, I'll tell you a funny story about me and the trailer. I drive the truck and trailer a lot. And still, backing up skills is not my favorite thing to do in the world at all. And so uh, this is about, I don't know, definitely before COVID. We're going to Agribition, and I'm driving one of the truck and trailers. And the boys have told me that I'm coming around which barn and where to come. And I'm with Leah and um, Ellen, and we're having a big old time. Everybody's happy and having fun. And they say, no, you don't turn here, Jack. You're going in the next one. They took me into the emergency room parking lot in Regina with the truck and trailer. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you bitches. I'm like, now what am I going to do? Because it's like small parking and I was shitting my pants. And I'm like, if I have to back out of here, I'm going to start crying. And that's honestly how I felt. Anyway, I was able to jimmy rig it around and we got out of there with a really great story and some laughs. But oh my God. Yeah. So I'm celebrating you backing up too, because I know it can get, it can really get intense once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Last year, actually, I forgot about this. Last year, I had to back up because I took my horse to Saskatoon and then I actually picked up a freezer to come home because I was like, when in Rome, I got a big trailer, might as well bring it home. And so I had to back the trailer into like a building they had like this big overhead door but there wasn't a whole lot of room and then i had to back it into a building to a smaller overhead door so they could bring it out by a skid steer up a ramp awesome and i did did it and then there was a gentleman there that was like picking up something else and i don't think he was expecting a woman to come out of the truck and he kind of his look (laughs) on his face was like and then he said nice backing skills and i was like that's right that's right cowboy (laughs) i got it (laughs) i love it that's so good anyways (laughs) we could go on and on about this stuff but today we want to talk about um receiving and why why this is just so important to, to growing and to evolving as a human um the reason this topic i think came up for both of us because last last podcast we talked about like you know looking at your conflict straight on and then being able to transmute the energy so that you can find neutral and then create actions. And I was like, you know, what are we going to talk about today? And then I had this moment of, I keep having some of these conflicts kind of reappear slightly less, maybe charging, but they're still coming up in my life. And I was like, okay, I know what's going on with them. I know where my reactions are coming from. And I know what my neutral action step is. So what's, what's the missing link? And, and in my situation currently, it's, it's receiving. It's like, I'm not allowing myself to receive the resources, abundance, uh, time, whatever it is to move forward into that new behavior. Like I, I'm struggling to actually shift the behavior pattern from the old habit 
to the new. Um, and when you look in it deeper, it, it really feels like a lot of times we create these coping mechanisms of not needing anything. It's like, I'm fine. I got this. Somewhere in your life, there was likely a sense of, I'm going to use the word betrayal, which feels really strong, but it it's kind of the reality. There was like a betrayal somewhere that when you needed something, someone didn't provide it for you. And so you created this knowing that, well, I can just do it myself. And I think that a lot of women are really geared in this way, whether it's we watched it with our parents or the kind of lifestyle we live, like farming, for example, there's a lot of times where you just have to figure it out and do it on your own, right? You don't have the resources to receive help. <laughs> so yeah. we create these. Oh my God. This is crazy because um, just talking about this is making me really emotional right now. And um, I see it as, us thinking we're being independent in a way that we can yes. do anything by ourselves and um <laughs> and yeah this is a deep-seated when you said betrayal it it almost felt like this to me um and it was a long time ago i it was in 2002 I think. And I, it was in the winter time. So we were calving cows and I had a miscarriage. Oh, and I had to, um, I had to go to the hospital by myself because we we're calving cows. And I feel like that was the start of my real independence because it was like there wasn't time to shut down and look after me. Right. And now this is all making a lot of sense, actually, that a lot of my stuff is because it was like I wasn't important enough. Right. But it was part of me saying I wasn't important enough either because right. I didn't put a boundary there and say, no, I fucking need you at the hospital. Yeah. And I did that by myself. Right. And I can see now, <laughs> man, oh man, it's funny where things come from. And where um, where healing needs to happen, but it was like when we started talking about receiving, that's where I could have received and needed some help. And right. then I put up walls around that because it's like, no, I did that by myself. I can do hard things by myself, and I'm not going to ask for help. Yes, I'm sorry that you experienced that on your own. And I'm sorry that you had the belief at the time that that was how you had to handle that situation. Because I'm sure if you pushed, you know, that you really needed help, that Scott would have been there. Like, there's no question, right? He would have come with you. There's no question. We could have made but some arrangements to have somebody come and help and look after the farm. But at that point in my life, I wasn't 
I didn't have any boundaries, right? It was like, no, cows are more important. Mm -hmm. Which then <laughs> it shows that, it shows that like how, why receiving is such a key to shifting your acceptance around yourself to shifting out of the state of judgment. It's like the other side this is like the other side of coming from that place of judgment that creates the overreactions that we have in things and being able to come to the softer side that's saying, I need love, help, support. And you have to be, you have to kind of flip the switch into receiving in order to, to get into that state and heal these wounds of this, this little person inside of you. Or, I mean, that part of you that was damaged at the moment, you know, but I think in your case, <clears throat> a while before that experience, something else had happened in your life that taught you that you weren't as important and not from anyone in your life purposely trying to damage you. It was your perception of an experience that you had that with layers of filtering had created the belief that strong enough to the point that when you got to a place where you really needed help, you felt that you couldn't ask for it and you couldn't receive it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, like, holy shit, this is quite an aha moment we're having right now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> wow. And, and we create these, like, almost, like, societally accepted, I don't know if that's a word, <laughs> accepted coping mechanisms. Like, the world around you is like, hurrah, you're so independent, amazing, good for you. Like, that's crazy. Like, you can do so much stuff. Or we do it to ourselves, too, right? We create this almost, like, arrogance. And I mean that in like, not that you think you're better than people, but this arrogance of like, I've got this, I can handle this. Um, yeah. Which feels a little ironic talking about the backing up and being really arrogant about it. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely enjoy doing that now. Um, but it's like we create this coping mechanism of, I am going to do this on my own. I'm fine. And it sets this precedent yeah. in our life that's like, I don't actually need anything from anyone else. Which then sets the energy tone in your existence that the when the god or the universe whatever word feels comfortable to you is giving you things to help you expand and to live a better version of yourself you actually won't even either recognize it or you'll probably say no to it some way shape or form yeah this all makes so much sense it's unbelievable and I am the person that would give the shirt off my back if you needed it, right? I'd do anything for anybody, but to ask for the help back, I don't even know how to do that. Yes, like I have literally actually given my pants to somebody. We were at a 4-H <laughs> function and I was, I was helping a girl use my horse and she ripped her pants when she went to get on. So I wrapped myself, I gave her my Wranglers, I took off my pants, I wrapped myself in a horse blanket and I went over to like the bargain store and I bought myself a pair of capris or something that I could wear at the, at the show for the rest of the day. Like I walked around in town in my kitchen, a blanket around me. Cause I was willing to give my pants away. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh and my I was like, God. Oh, I'm such an amazing person. And I'm, I, I would probably do that again, but I am just saying that like, there is a, a flawed, for me, yeah. there's a flawed coping mechanism of, of giving receiving. versus receiving and that yes. you're a better person to give. So let me tell you, I get mighty, mighty triggered by people that give, take, 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 take. And 
I have struggled with this to find neutral. And I think the neutral is in the fact that I won't let myself match them in that receiving. And instead of looking at it like taking, what if I looked at it them receiving the resources that the universe is using whoever they're getting stuff from as a way to get it to them? Huh. Yeah. Like, give me an example, Kim. So, like, people who say don't have to do a lot of work but get lots of things given to them. And then I feel like I have to basically run myself to the grind to get anything. Anything, yeah. (laughs) And so instead of, but I have the same resource available for the hell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so instead of leading (laughs) into that and like almost like working as a group or then I'm like, fine, fuck you. I'll just do this on my own. And then I have yeah. this sense of like, I'm better for it. You know, like, it's like, well, no, you're not. You're an idiot. You just worked harder than everyone else. <laughs> and everyone else is enjoying a day at the lake while you're, you know, sweating your bag off in jeans and boots because you're doing all this work on your own one. You could have had help. You know, like, that's kind of part of the. Yes, part for sure. Yeah. And I think, too, I have in my mind, I have like a, a such a layered expectation of this is what I have to be doing every single day. This is what is expected of me. And, and I, it's kind of a revolving list and it's really hard to knock things off the list because it's revolving. And so then I, and I've set it up in a state that that's my shit and I have to be the one that worries about it. So then I don't even look at the options of bringing in help to make that happen. Yes, exactly. And I'm not, I'm not sure why, like, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know what I think like, you know, back in my, in my early childhood, my older sister was quite sick when she was born. She was really asthmatic, had lots of allergies. She needed a lot of attention. Um, and so I think there was part of that process that I was born and I was pretty okay that maybe I yeah. picked up that energy right then. and was like, I'm fine on my own. I don't need a lot of help because someone else needs more help than me. And was it, was it like purposely damaging or, or, you know, creating trauma? No, but it did create a rooted belief system that I don't need as much as other people. Hmm. That's very, yeah, I can see that in myself as well. For sure. Yeah. 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 Sometimes independence isn't the greatest thing ever. (laughs) No, no. I mean, like, there's, I think there's a really cool state of confidence, independent, confident independence, where you like, know what works for you. But and you can still be independent, but allowing yourself to receive. So it's not always that you need someone to physically like help you. It's like, sometimes the resources are like, you know, support in terms of, you know, mental, emotional support, maybe it's even and like, let's talk about compliments, for example, like, Right. How many yes. times I do it all the time? Like my husband will be like, "Oh, you're sexy," and he'll like give me a little whap on the butt, and I'm always yeah. like, "Mm-hmm, like cool, man." <laughs> like, and then what that's doing is it's setting that like energetic tone to my body that I am not actually beautiful or sexy or desirable, and and I just keep perpetuating that energy because I don't receive it. Yep. And then the pretty soon, that, <laughs> yeah, I can see that for sure. Totally. 
yeah and the more that i like work on my confidence in in who i am and just stepping into that whole acceptance the more that i allow myself to receive the compliments then it's like it, the better i feel like the more i'm like yeah you are right i do feel that way yes yeah it should it absolutely changes how you do perceive yourself for sure if you can actually receive the compliment And I think that, okay, so if we, if we're in a state where we've kind of like spent some time with how we're thinking and, and the conflicts that we're dealing with in our life, and then we're like, okay, my action plan is to say, do ABC. But in order to yeah. do ABC, you need maybe a little bit more freedom in your life. You need a little bit more time. Maybe you need a little bit more money. And then it's like, can you sit and open yourself energetically, like really, truly open yourself energetically to allowing that to show up in your life? You know, because like, I talked about it last time, last episode where like I broke through the conflict of wanting to ride my horse. And then all of a sudden it worked out that I was able to go and ride my horse. And I don't think that that was a coincidence, right? I feel like that was an energetic alignment of me knowing what I needed, finding the neutralness in what I wanted to do, and then asking for it and then receiving it, like actually yeah. taking it. Because I could have talked myself out of it and been like, oh, well, if I go, then I won't have made supper and I should look after my kid and my husband had a long day at work too and blah, 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 blah. I didn't do that. Yeah. I received the opportunity from my husband who was like, yes, go, I've got this. Everything's good. Yes. What a perfect example of receiving. Yes. And so it's not necessarily always like someone's literally handing you a handout, trying to pick you up. And maybe that is what it is, but you know, it's a lot of times it's just receiving the, the energetic alignment that needs yeah. to happen in your life at that moment in order to create the space for you to then move forward in that action, that neutral action step to, and this is why it's so important because you want to make change. So you've done the work of looking at what it is that you need to change and you've figured it out to a sport spot. That's like, okay, this is what I really think is going on here. How do you then go from that nice kind of neutral place because sometimes we can do this work and it's like, okay, good. I feel that I'm, I'm, I feel amazing. I figured this out. And I do this lots. I have a lot of time where in my head, I'm aware of all these things and I feel like I'm in a good place and then mm -hmm. it falls flat. It's like, that's the end of the line for me. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm fucking stubborn and I'm like, well, I'm fine. I don't need to, I'll just do this on my own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yes. This is exactly me so many times yeah 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 and like i'm so sorry no it's go go ahead kim i was just gonna say i'm so ready for change like in some of these yeah. limiting beliefs and that i've like i've you know sat with them and i've had a you know kind of a not a so much fun time of discovering how i really acted and felt and and <laughs> also allowing myself to be in a state of emotion and really understanding it but then yeah. it's like, you can't expect change if you're not willing to then take it for the next step. Like it has to kind of still, you got to stay in that momentum. And then the next step is actually a really, really amazing place to be. Like when you start receiving things, it's, it's like, I don't know. It just, it's crazy. For sure. Uh, it's so funny. Like it's, 
funny how deep-seated some of this stuff is and that you really do have to sit with it and acknowledge it and thank it almost for showing up to show you that you're so close but there's still some work that needs to be done you know and mm -hmm. I'm right now I'm just sitting receiving that um like I feel like I'm just sitting really in this receiving gratefulness of seeing that there's some work to be done in within myself right. about myself yeah mm -hmm. yeah like I'm I like the Keep I going. don't even know how to explain it. I don't like I feel like um it's it's kind of made me emotional this morning, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like sorry. <laughs> you're no, you might, you're sorry. gonna have to edit some of this shit out. <laughs> but it, it's <laughs> just not. making me really <laughs> emotional. <laughs> That I can see that I have been like really good at doing some really hard work and then not following through on the receiving side of it the way I should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of layers to not allowing ourselves to receive, right? Like there's this sense of, yeah. you know, expectation of how much you need to do in a day to then be yeah. successful in that day or that some I don't know in your relationships like for me it, my husband I don't think he actually has expectations but I have created him out him out to have some you know like and then sometimes our interactions I wonder if they're really just a figment of my filtering systems because I think he'd be really cool whether it happened or didn't happen you know yeah and completely um but then there's also times in our situation where I'm like, no, there's a boundary and you're crossing it and it's okay. So it's like, it's like, start with awareness. How are you actually thinking yeah. and feeling, you know, and then look at the conflict to see where you're overreacting, kind of find the neutral facts of it. And then the next step is to be like, okay, what do I need to move forward with this? And that need part, if you struggle with, if there's resistance, the moment you say, what do I need? what is this reflecting? Is it reflecting that you don't feel worthy of the the need, like of your needs being met? Is it, is it that you don't feel like you've earned it? Is it that you don't feel safe in needing from someone else? Is it that you feel like there was a betrayal? So you don't trust, you know, like, and that's why the art of receiving and getting good at it can heal you in a way that is so profound that you can actually start to create fundamental changes in the way that you're living your life and you can move into this more free space of, of where you actually want to go and your goals and your dreams and all this stuff right like going totally. back to that women's yeah the women's event that we went at and like when the women we asked what their goals were and, and a lot of like no one said anything and I know that people yeah. have goals but we're the the kind of tone of the room was well, of course we have goals but we don't have time for it and it's like, yeah. why are your needs and what you want in your life always second? And I'm not just saying this to women. I know there's lots of men that have this too. So if there's a men listening, like I'm not poo-pooing on you. It's not about that. It's just that we create this, this thought in our head that the moment we ask or we need something, that we become a burden. Yes, and exactly. So, so not true. So not so true. Not true. Like, 
would you tell your child that the moment that they need you that like get away from me go figure this out on your own exactly never never in a million (laughs) i know but yet we do it to ourselves all the time and so like yeah we need to we actually need to start working on allowing ourselves to receive if someone offers you like coffee don't be like i'll get you next time just say thank you yeah exactly even if your intention is to get them next time that's fine leave that energy for next time like just <laughs> exactly. it. Like, oh my it. gosh yes it's so true and it's just like, it, it is sad in, when you think about like how much pressure you've put on yourself to make your needs as little as possible so that the resources that come into your life, which will not be as plentiful as they actually should, because you've essentially been telling the energetic equilibrium that's around you, I don't need anything or I don't need much. Yeah, but you're gonna then give those resources away because that's how you've been taught. So it's like not being able to receive, being empathetic means you spin your wheels until you get your head out of your ass. (laughs) Completely. I feel like you just put a wrecking ball right in between my eyeballs right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shit. Yeah, like it's so. What it's so clear. You can. I can see it so clearly now. Uh, and it's amazing where, yeah, you can start to see like the patterns of it and where it came from, right? Yes. Yes. And how and important see it that- is to receive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> mind blowing. It is fucking mind blowing, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm. I am the same as you, Jackie. I am not good at it, but it is something that I'm shifting my focus towards because I, I a don't want to be triggered by people that are just receiving the abundance that the universe is giving them because that's stupid because then that also basically puts me in a position of never letting myself receive from the universe because I think that when someone else does it, it's wrong and that's not fair. Right. You're putting judgment towards it. (laughs) Yes. And then the other thing yeah. too is like, I want to start receiving that work from the, the energetic stuff that I've been doing and the healing that I've been creating and the, and the messages that I want to share. I want to start receiving that back, you know, and, and I do want that life changing freedom that's going to come with it. And I would be a hypocrite if I'm trying to teach people this and I'm sitting over here being like, I'm not getting anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is totally makes sense yes it's so our yeah, limiting I mean, beliefs is actually holding us back right now yes and the only thing that we're really i should say only thing i shouldn't say only thing one of the biggest things that we're we're stuck on right now is receptivity yes like, thank you Flip. just saying yes. thank you yes my god yes so that's why this morning when I get a text from my sister who says I listened to your podcast last night and finally finally you see you the way we see you 
makes me emotional. Because she's giving me an amazing compliment. <laughs> and I don't know how to receive it. Yeah. And it because feels like your brain is trying to create some sort of filter or pull up some sort of filter there to interfere with just receiving it because it doesn't yes. know how to, it's not programmed that way. Right. Now. Yes, exactly. And it's, if she would have just said, Oh my God, your podcast was fucking amazing. You and Kim are awesome. I love your voice. I'd have been, thank you. But it wasn't that. It right, was because she's like, yeah. She's giving you a compliment in how you now see yourself. And that's pretty yeah. fresh. So your knee jerk reaction is to be like, what the fuck do I do with this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just like a hormonal mishmash of craziness this morning. <laughs> I'm going to cry all my eyelashes off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that just goes to show you like how life is just so up and down and up and down and we can't change that but if we no. have you know good or like a whole what's the word i'm looking for like our energies and our and our consciousness and our we've alignment <laughs> there it is yeah we've alignment totally. like, our heart feels feels you know connected and our brain and our thoughts are supporting that connection and there is this sense of understanding and it's at deeper levels then we ride the waves of the up and downs and it doesn't have to mean anything totally <laughs> it's just what you go through and it's just but when you allow yourself to receive what is actually there for you like i've heard this so many times and a lot of the mentors i follow and some of the courses i've taken and even the course i'm taking right now where there's this like everything you want is just beside behind a door and all you need to do is open the door to it like it isn't as hard as we make it out to be to create the life of our dreams but we've yeah. been conditioned by so many things and receiving is one of them and if you're not willing to actually say oh yes i deserve that oh yes i can have that then mm -hmm. you'll never open the door yeah it's like, i can see I this so clearly <laughs> Yeah, and like what if I told you, Jackie, that literally all you have to do right now is sit in this space and say, I am worthy of everything that I need, which allows me then to create everything that I want. And all I have to do is believe that. And I mean, when I say believe that, it might take some time to actually get that rooted in your neural pathway. But if you can override that thinking that anytime it tells you that you don't and you say, No, no, I actually do, and you work on that day and day yeah. and day and you start to truly believe it and then everything is right there like how does that feel it actually feels achievable <laughs> and necessary <laughs> yes yes yeah yeah i see things so much clearer oh my god this has been a great therapy session for me kim <laughs> <laughs> I think too, the interesting thing, I'm really happy to be here to help always anyone, especially you, Jackie, but I feel like it's just us talking it out together. But um, I know I find it interesting because 
like even with my siblings um or you see this in siblings where you know you almost like oh well they're the spoiled ones so they get everything and so you create this like negative belief that if you take things that you're also that and um right. i it's not that at all <laughs> it's just that they no. were conditioned different achieving than than i was or other people are right like yeah absolutely everybody and i feel like we all are in the same boat and we're all judging each other against our own conditionings exactly exactly like if you guys have success and someone's judging you on that success because you are allowing yourself to receive that goal the person's judgment is actually needing to work on themselves in what they're willing to receive and what yes. and there's other layers to it, just simply in the receiving context that's what's going on right like yes completely mind-blowing like if you're yeah if you're in a state of like alignment and your heart is truly the guide in which you're like how you're choosing to live there is not a lot of room for judgment it's more observation and observation is like i've spent some time living in this place observation is so much less stressful yeah because you don't make anything mean anything that doesn't actually need to mean anything <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh, yeah this is incredible I feel like I've had like a huge crack off my uh, outer shell. Like my, my egg has had a crack and this little baby <laughs> bird is coming out of it now in a space where it's ready to receive, <laughs> you know, that it's, it's, uh, it's necessary to receive. Yes. It's so important. And this is something I say as a hypocrite, but I'm getting better at it, but it's like, it is just the actual, you know, energy that you're putting out there when you say no, or you resist receiving is creating that reciprocal in your life. So if mm -hmm. you keep struggling to move forward in something, look at where you're not accepting abundance or help or resources or compliments or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, I can see a compliment so is, being not received is exactly as abundance. <laughs> exactly. Like if you're struggling, because we talk about this seems like every podcast episode, but again, if you're struggling yeah. say, with your image or, or how you're feeling about yourself, I challenge you from you listening to this right now for the next like week, every time someone says something nice to you about you, how you look, how you're dressed, your husband gives you a, like a wink, just say thank you. And just yeah. allow yourself to feel the energy of like, they actually think I'm this. And it yeah. will start to override the false story that you're telling yourself that you aren't actually that. Yeah. I can see how that completely changes everything. Yes. It's so funny, and Kim, you know, we talked about... Um, like, a, I don't know, 10 podcasts back or so, we talked about gratitude and being able to take a compliment and just being able to sit in the same thank you. Mm -hmm. And I said, I said, and, and I truly do mean it, that 
it's um, a gift to give to the other person, right? But I was honestly more worried about the other person being um, having their compliment received by me than I was me getting the compliment. Yep. Do you see what I mean? I do. Like yeah. I was more because I was more concerned about them receiving my graciousness of accepting the compliment than me taking the compliment as something that I actually needed to receive. So essentially you were receiving it, but really in a way of giving. <laughs> I'm yes, receiving this totally. because I know that you need me to give to receive yes, it. So I'm really only receiving exactly. it, but you get real good about giving. So you were yes. still stuck in the cycle of, of being yes. empathetic more than being selfish in a super healthy way. Yes. I'm a fucking coconut. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I, I just see it all now so clearly. I'm like, I like, yeah, like, holy shit. Yeah. Because I do love to say, like, if somebody gives me a compliment, I always say thank you and try and just leave it there. Right. But I was always yeah. more worried about them than me. Like, I didn't yeah. literally take the compliment for myself as receiving. I took the compliment as giving them back the receiving. Mm, you sneaky devil. So you pretended to receive. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, like, so it's such an aversion to receiving that you pretend to receive when you need to receive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I had a, a, a client ask me about talking about, um, and this is kind of a version of it. It's not the full concept, but like how when you don't have necessarily support from your, from your spouse in what it is that you like to do in your life and having them like support you there. And yeah. I would say there is a factor of this. Like if you want that support, but you're not willing to make it something that you're vocal about because you won't receive that support because you're worried that they're not interested or they don't like it or they're like bored about it or whatever, then that's actually showing that you aren't stepping into your confidence in what you actually want and need in your life. And so then you're not even opening the door to possibly receive it because you've not made it a strong enough state of like, Hey, I really would love your support with this. I really do need you there because that's something that is important to me. And then being able to like push enough to receive it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Unreal. I've started asking Joanne for help like a lot more in terms of like, I'm not lifting this 85 pound thing. Yes, I can. Do I want to? No. Yeah. Cause then my back's blown out for like a week. You know, like I can, yeah. I can carry some heavy shit, but it's like, I need to receive some help with this because why am I killing myself for it? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and I can see yes. a whole lot of, um, where I have completely dismissed Scott in a lot of ways because I always do feel like I've made myself not be important. Mm -hmm. That's not how he actually feels, though. I can see, like, I can see, like, I'm a freaking dipshit about this. But it's been like, okay, well, if 
you know, I just feel like I've always made myself be smaller than our cows, our boys, and then I'm third. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And he didn't do that. I did that. (laughs) Yep. Like, I allowed him to do that. Yes, because you you set this this pattern or habit of independence. Yeah. Which means I don't totally. need you. Which then in a relationship, and we've talked a little bit about this, like the masculine and feminine energy, like there's certain times in your relationship where you do need each other. There's a time when he needs nurturing and a feminine from a feminine source, and there's time when you need that masculine protection and it's just part of that relationship and i think a lot of relationships struggle because we become so independent and we don't we get so stuck in our shit and i and we get so like convoluted by these stupid stories that we keep accumulating as we get older and older and older and and then we we like almost create distance from our partners because we're like i don't need you because you haven't given me what I wanted, but really it's, you haven't received what they were trying to give you before. Do you know what I mean? Like, and vice versa. Totally. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Like sometimes when it's like, I don't know, maybe I should like, do you need me to open a jar? Like, it's like, he feels like he's not needed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Yes. And that's why receiving from is also important you know receiving the love receiving the the help because then it creates this connection between you two yeah absolutely so start small start small because receiving can very rapidly start happening and things just can start flowing into your life and i it's happened in my life and I've kind of shut it down a few times because it's like, whoa, my God, this feels overwhelming. And now I'm working on reopening that channel to like, I'm receiving what's meant to come to me and to allow myself to grow into that space and know that I'm worthy of it. But starting small is the easiest way to kind of get your bearings about you. So someone gives you a compliment, say thank you. Someone offers you a coffee, say thank you. Someone takes you for dinner, say thank you. Don't say, we'll get you next time. Just enjoy it. Uh-huh. Just know exactly. that that person wanted to give that to you. Yeah, and and accept it. You know, if and you say find five thank bucks you from a ground, place of from you. <laughs> not Yes. Not like don't, you, don't like, do what Jackie did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like really really be thankful for the your like yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, happy receiving today. Whatever is given to you, take it. And take it with the state of knowing that you're worthy. I don't even want to say gratitude because I think sometimes we can we can board with the toxic positivity of just pretending to be really happy about things. I want to go into the deeper level of like, you are worthy of what it is that you are being given. So please receive it. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's honestly where I was at was more of a toxic positivity of saying thank you. Right. Yeah. Uh, Like, I really, truly do think that where to really give them the gift, I do need to receive it properly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, Kim, this was awesome.
<laughs> yes. Thanks for being vulnerable and sharing your experience of receiving too, Jackie. And everyone that's mm. listening, you know, just just start small with like receiving what we told you, little little gestures, little resources, and then just start expanding that and allowing yourself to know that you're worthy of it reminding yourself that every step of the way because you're going to stretch your limits of what you're willing to receive until all of a sudden you're just getting every resource that you need in your life to live your most expansive amazing version of you and thanks kim i am receiving this entire podcast extremely selfishly that I have worked through some stuff I needed to really work through in receiving. And so I'm so grateful. Thank you. You are very welcome. All right, everyone, have a wonderful day. And if you want to connect with us, you can check out our Facebook group. I'll set the link in the in the show description. And you can also check out our membership. This is the kind of stuff that we talk about. We work through this. It's a space that's safe. Um, designed for growth. And I'll put that link in the show description as well. And everyone have a wonderful day. Bye, Bye everyone. Thank you. Hey, you might be wondering what the I Am Me Initiative membership is. First things first, it's a space for women who are ready for more in their lives, to heal, to grow, and to build their most expansive self. We created a place where we can provide our community with self-healing courses, integrative tools, live interactive trainings, and accountability through connection with not only us as facilitators, but other women going through their own relatable growth. The I Am Me Initiative is a monthly membership. It's built on our very own own mighty network platform. This gives us privacy to share and heal in a safe and non-judgmental environment. Do you remember how to dream? Or do you live a life of fulfillment? Do you remember how valuable you are? Do you want to shed the guilt and find joy again? Do you want to reconnect with who you are and finally let the bullshit of limitations on your life go? The more you unclutter and step into the power of your whole self, the more you can create in your life, the more you can step into who you are meant to be. No limitations, no restrictions, no bullshit, just wholly unapologetically you. The I Am Me initiative is built for this. If this resonates with you, trust it. Click the link. We promise you the work inside the I Am Me initiative, it changes lives.